Are you looking for the quintessential tool to tap within the champion within you? What if I were to tell you I actually have that tool for you? I do have that tool and I can direct you right to it. Cold Sports presents 10 scriptures that can change your life. The sports edition. Come along with this journey as you get to see one athlete after another model different aspects of what a champion does and what a champion is. And ultimately, you'll find out what a champion really is from his eyes. Cold Sports presents 10 scriptures that can change your life. The sports edition available on paperback and on Kindle at Amazon.com and ColdSports.com. This is the podcast, always suitable for work, home, play, and all pursuits in between. Cold Sports! I'm that man. That's right, you're a man. The illustrious tour guide, Cole Johnson. And you've entered the zone called Sports on Another Level. Now, this is going to be a special broadcast. And why do I say that? It's real simple. You might as well consider this episode the Upon Further Review special. Because I'm going to go in depth in two different directions, two different topics, but for two worthy purposes. And since this is a sports show, let's start with the first one. Where do we begin? (laughs) Timothy Theodore Duncan. A guy that was born April 25th, 1976. In the U.S. Virgin Islands. A guy that now is 40. A guy that is considered the greatest power forward of all time in the NBA annals. A guy who a lot of people argue is saying, well, he played more center than power forward. And a guy who, when I always hear Larry Brown talk about playing the game the right way, I would think that he carved out this guy. That I would think Larry Brown, if he ever had a chance to coach Tim Duncan, he would have loved the opportunity. Because I think he would have lauded him above the rest of the rest of the team and said, See, this is what I mean when I say play the right way. This guy right here, number 21. You see this guy? All six eleven of him. This is how you're supposed to play the right way. Him. I could picture Larry Brown saying that. Basketball really wasn't his lane. He actually he actually started out. As a swimmer. (laughs) A swimmer. But he found the love of the game when he 
was I'd say 14. What I love about this guy is that unlike Kobe Bryant, who he is endlessly compared to, Tim is unassuming, Tim is quiet. And even on the court, he was unassuming and quiet. I mean, Shaq, I really think it was at first a joke, but it turned out to be actually a truism. Glossed him the big fundamental. His go-to shot was the bank shot. (laughs) You know, I mean, he just went about his way being the best he could be and just wanting to have competition. Here's a small story. There's a guy who is a DC uh, personality on the radio. His name is Etan Thomas. He was a former player for the Washington Wizards. And he told this story. I actually wrote it on his Facebook page. He said that uh, Thomas drove down to the lane. He put a move on Duncan. It did okay for him. Thomas said he went up. I think he said with a jump hook, Duncan blocked it. On their way to the other side of the court, Duncan actually said to Thomas, that was a pretty good move. But I think what you should do next time you try that move is get into me and give me give me an elbow so that either I am forced away from you or I can't reach a shot. Thomas said, I know where this guy was clowning me or joking me around. I, I don't get it. So he said the next time he went down the court, he tried that move. He gave him the elbow, not not a hard elbow to knock him to have his win taken away, but the elbow basically to clear space. So he gave Duncan the elbow, cleared the space. Jump hook was off. He missed the shot. But Duncan, oh, and also Duncan said, either I will not block the shot or I'll draw a foul. Foul wasn't called. Shot wasn't blocked, but the shot was missed. They ran back down the court. Duncan looked at Thomas and he said, yeah, that was better. That was better. Keep it up. I think you have a good move. That right there speaks so much volume about who Tim Duncan was more than any of his stats. More than any of his stats. More than the fact that he won Five championships, two MVPs, three finals MVPs. More than the fact that he averaged 20 points a game and four and 11 boards and and, and and two block shots in a career in the playoffs. More than his 19, 11, and two block shots in the regular season. More than the fact that. He led his team to win at least 50 games every year he played, save one. And that one year, they only played 50 games. 1999, 
And I know I have a, a couple of, of, Spur, of Spurs fans in the uh, VIP room. So you all know what happened in 1999, right? <laughs> Spurs fan VIP, stand up. You know what happened. For those who don't, that was Duncan's first NBA championship. I think it was also the Admiral's first championship, too. He was a model of consistency. He was the greatest example of what happens when you work hard, you don't complain, and you keep going at it. You keep going at it. You keep going at it, and you try to improve, and you keep going at it, and you try to improve even more, and you keep going at it. I just told you a story about the opponents. His teammates, all of them looked up to him. All of them. The coaching staff looked up to him. Greg Popovich, the one who you could say is stodgy. (laughs) He even looks up to him. About two days after the retirement was announced, Popovich held a, a court of reporters and he talked very ruefully, very reflectively about the presence of one Tim Duncan and he said if I had to have a dinner with anybody on this planet it'd be with Timmy because he is the most genuine person I have ever met in my entire life and he went on to say his father Well, he wanted to say, quote, his father came up to me and he said, I want my boy to remain the same. Close quote. Well, Mr. Duncan, I believe Pop respected your word because your boy didn't change. Your boy was the same. He was a full grown man when he came in the NBA. He is a full grown man walking away from the NBA. And he is the greatest power forward the National Basketball Association has ever produced in the history of the sport. I was honored to actually see all of his career. And I would love to have more players like him. Wasn't showy. Wasn't about being a showboat. Wasn't about having a spotlight on him. All he cared about was his team succeeding on all levels. And that's all you would want from your star player. So Tim, 19 years. They were all great. And I hope you enjoy retirement because you, my friend, deserve it. And I'll say this to you in, in, in closing. Kobe may have been the better superstar, but you, sir, had the better career. Ten times out of ten, I will take yours every single time.
when I come back, I'm going to put another subject upon further review. But I guarantee you it's not sports related. But I know you'll love it. Sports. Sports on another level can be seen and heard on the social media platforms Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Like, rate, review to your heart's content. Most importantly, follow and subscribe to each and every one of these social media platforms. Cole Sports, the five-star show that is sports for the intelligent sportsman. Here's a question for you. Who is your GOAT? You know what I mean. The greatest quarterbacks of all time. Is it Tom Brady? Is it Peyton Manning? Is it Joe Montana? Is it John Elway? Or is it none of these that I've just mentioned? Well, find out who I think is the GOAT. Get my ebook, Why Your GOAT Ain't Mine, for free right now on ColdSports.com. I said for free, Why Your GOAT Ain't Mine, the five greatest quarterbacks in NFL history, on ColdSports.com. So what are you waiting for? Go get it! Join me. As I take a little bit of Cold Sports the podcast visually, Cold Sports presents On the Daily. Come and get a good look, a visual look at how the energy, the intelligence, the humor, and even the frivolity of Cold Sports looks before your very eyes. Cold Sports presents On the Daily, weekdays on YouTube. Cold Sports! Available on social media outlets everywhere and cold sports with a Z dot com. On the next episode, we're going to award the Dota of the Week, of course. And we're going to talk about a subject that makes me smile. Because I'm glad to see what has resulted. But that's that's for the episode to come. For this one right here. It's time to put all of you in this subject upon further review
five Dallas police officers. Dead. Three Baton Rouge police officers. Dead. You notice a trend here? You notice what's what's the common thread here? People are dying. And for what? And for why? Because evil has to win? Is that why? Is it because we must go forth and show dominance to an unsuspecting person? Is it the saying that you're taking the kindness of a person for weakness? Because if so, that is so misguided, so wrong, and so evil. I won't say that you don't deserve to live, but I will say that the enemy that is living within you doesn't deserve to live. You see, we can be all enamored with all these hashtag lives matter movements. And I've heard many of them. Hashtag black lives matter. Hashtag red lives matter. Hashtag yellow lives matter. Hashtag brown lives matter. I've even seen once hashtag white, light white lives matter. I've seen that. Hashtag blue lives matter. Hashtag all lives matter. Now, I think it's time that we all need to really understand what this all means. Whenever you see someone rep Black Lives Matter, it is supposed to be Black Lives Matter 2, T-O-O. And why? It is because there are many people in this country who feel that they are the last, the least, the left out, and the and the disregarded. They they feel as though their lives don't matter because in the government's eyes, they don't to them. In authorities' eyes, they don't to them. In in the eyes of those who they deem the majority in this country, they don't to them. That's how they see it, because when they look around in their world, they see the hatred, they see the animus, they see the bias against them. You see, Black Lives Matter is not an old, is not a new, I'm sorry, refrain. In fact, it's a rather old one. I'll take you back to 1966. October, in fact. There was a group of guys 
out in Oakland, California. They formed a group. And that group was entitled the Black Panther Party for Self-Defense. And the reason why they formed was because, well, they had to deal with the understanding of what they witnessed the year prior with Malcolm X's assassination and other wrongs that they were seeing in their own neighborhood. They were seeing police getting out of hand in terms of asserting their will on the general public. And they formed not because they wanted to pick off cops one after another. They formed because they wanted to keep the cops in line in terms of they have to serve and protect, like they said, not control and patrol. And at first it seemed to be going well. But when an enemy that has more resources, more money, more power, and more evil than the Black Panthers had passion to make sure that they could they could change the wrong into a right, that poison seeped into their camp, and then they wanted to squeeze rounds off against cops. And the downward spiral and the downward spiral of what the Black Panther Party represented began, I would say, probably around 1968. And it kept going in pop in, 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 in perception. It kept going downward and downward and downward. To the point where anyone mentions Black Panther Party, they automatically think terrorist group. And that's nothing for, or, or police, a police terrorist group. And that really is nothing further from the truth they're not you just have some who are rogue and feel that way fast forward to now and black lives matter they're about wanting to make sure that the police do what they're supposed to do serve and protect and not control and patrol they're now starting to see some police getting worse and then they get worse because they're saying an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth and a life for a life. Marches ain't doing anything. Protests aren't doing anything. Let's squeeze rounds off against them. Well, that's not going to do anything either. Because you're dealing with a force that is more well-funded, stronger, more unified, that has deeper resources. You're not trying to fight all of police. You're fighting the bad ones. And same thing in return. Police officers, you're not fighting all. You're fighting the bad element. But because we all want to paint everyone with broad brushes. The bad element in some turns into bad element for all. And that's where all of us are in trouble. You see, we need one another. It's imperative that we are there for one another. 
black, white, brown, yellow, red, and blue. We are more powerful together. There's no way we can do this separately. Now we can celebrate our differences. We can we can praise our differences. That's what makes all of us unique. We can celebrate our uniqueness. We don't have to make our uniqueness lord over everybody else. And because of how things have been modeled, that is what we are seeing all across the board. That's why you can go to my store now. And if you want to know what I really think about this whole situation, I have a shirt. That says God's will matters. Well, that's what I'm asking all of us to do, not just you. I'm not doing a call to action just to you. I'm doing a call to action to me, too. That's what we all must do. Put away looking at somebody because of what they look like. Put away wanting to discriminate against them because they don't speak the way you do. Put away the the misconceptions and stereotypes of what has been heaped upon you every which way, every single body. Put all of that away. Those hashtags, they don't mean a thing. If one life is unnecessarily lost. So you can take your hashtags and take it straight to God. Because that is the only thing that really matters. If you happen to like this podcast or anyone preceding this one, why don't you come follow me on Facebook? That's Cole Sports. Sports with a Z, of course. You can also follow me on Twitter at Cole underscore sports. Again, sports with a Z. Or to my Canadian friends, sports with a Z. You can also follow me on Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, YouTube, Pinterest, and Instagram. Rate, review, subscribe, like, share, follow to your heart's content, especially on iTunes. The more you subscribe, you rate, and you review my show, guaranteed more eyeballs will see it and more earlobes will hear it i appreciate all of what you have given me in terms of feedback in terms of criticism in terms of appreciation in terms of encouragement they mean a whole lot to me i appreciate you thank you so much but more importantly than the subscriptions the rates the reviews the likes the shares the follows enjoy the content for the Intelligent Sportsman, I'm Cole Johnson, and this is Cole Sports! Cole Sports, a Comey Media production in association with the SDWV Network.